What's up? It's Casey, and I know that those of you out there might have had some really shitty supervision. Guess what? You're not special. But Snaba has now partnered with Tracker, which is a documentation system that allows you to easily track your progress through your training hours to become a behavior analyst. It helps you organize your restricted versus unrestricted hours, follow supervision guidelines, and adhere to the expectation of the board, if ever audited. Yikes. We keep it all for you for the seven years. Having all of this information in one place will make it easier for both you and your supervisor to have an easier time reviewing progress and making changes when needed, based on what you need to learn when training to become a BCBA. Using the guided task list within Tracker allows the supervisor and trainee to monitor progress during the entire supervision experience, making life easier and tracking not suck. So head over to fieldworktracker.com and see how Snaba has teamed up to make supervision not suck. Love you, mean it. Leah, do you remember episode 139 when we were talking with Emily Varon about her workbook, The Beating BCBA Burnout? She talked about the experience of sitting in someone's home for hours at a time and how much time you're wasting. Yeah. And what was her response that you should be doing with all that time? You should be up your data book's ass. Exactly. You need to be spending time digging into and analyzing the data in order to plan out how you're going to translate this into a report, when there are goals that haven't been worked on and parent training that hasn't been touched. Which is a shit ton of work, but totally necessary. It's a lesson most of us have learned the hard way. Well, guess what? We have a new sponsor for the ad, our first sponsor. It is Twill, and they are all about making your data work for you. Instead of just sitting in the room for four hours, pouring through endless data points, you mean room. (laughs) Twill creates video highlight reels of sessions with technician annotations so you can be there for every important moment, even when you're not. Wait, what? This sounds amazing. I know. So today's episode is brought to you by Twill from Spectrum AI. Twill is the first true electronic health record built for today's modern ABA practices with enhanced supervision features for BCBAs and session management tools for RBTs. Twill simplifies data collection, automates documentation, and records your sessions through video with ease. If you want a better experience, better data, and better outcomes, you need to go to twill.co. That is T-W-Y-L-L dot C-O. You can fill out a form and get a chance to win a goodie bag that will include one of our very own Love You Mean It bucket hats, as well as a Twill crossbody bag and a chance to get a shout out on our podcast. Go to twill.co. That is T-W-Y-L-L dot C-O. It's behavior, bitches. Hey guys, it's Liat. And Casey. And we are here with episode 156. Casey, what do you have for us today? All right, 156, 156. Hey, Did your supervision suck? Well, guess what? We're going to make it sick. Good. I like that. Sick and six. Six. I'd be like, we're going to teach you all the tricks. Whatever. She still can't rhyme. Okay. Nothing's (laughs) changed. But before we go any further today, I just like 
every now and then like to give a little bit of an update on our life, like where we are, what we're doing. I like to pretend everyone cares. So with that, uh, Casey and I have had quite a week. Quite a week. Um, That's an understatement. That is an understatement. Casey and I went to couples therapy on, <laughs> I'll just get right to it, on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Uh, we did. It wasn't intended to be that. Like, it was like, so when I was going through my divorce a while ago, Casey came with me to my session one time because I was like, I need you to hear like what she's like, because sometimes you can't hear it yourself when you're in the emotional place, right? And then, so I offered Casey the same to go to her therapy session because Casey and I were like, I know we seem perfect to everyone on the outside world, which like we are, but we were going through like a rough patch. Like, yeah, I, I would say um, to sum it up, it's like you're I depressed. Fa- yeah. I'm getting. I know, literally, <laughs> my last is not working. I'm depressed. Um, no, I think I'm that there, like, when you make so many changes at once, many variables, and then you expect something that's different. Then when you like when it, you make all the changes, you're like, "What? Like, did I just ruin everything and like our friendship and everything now that we're in person because the expectations were so high that you're like, oh, when I come to visit, it's fun because we're you know doing like fun things. But then we stop doing everything fun together, and we were trying again. To- she is depressed, so literally to get her to leave our house is really hard. is part of the variable. Yep, and so it was just like very work heavy. And that's not how we've run SNABA for our whole life. It's been uh-huh. very friendship and then we get our work done. And when you're not having that friendship is what is the magic of the company, everyone feels it. Like things aren't getting done. You're, you know, feeling stuck and paralyzed. But like work like, heavy, but also like not productive. Right, right. Like like, like doing things like, like, in a, like not in a slaying. Yeah. Like doing just like the maintenance, but not the, the vision and the dreams, um, which agree. So, and, and when you don't communicate, and I'm a, a big guilty person in this, is that I put up a defense and I'm like, I'm good. What do you mean? And then I get cold and like, d- like, and then it's like immediately like, you're going to be like, okay, Casey. And then if I just say how I'm feeling, we always work it out. So anyways, yes, we had, <laughs> like, we're literally like, we had couples therapy and it was really wonderful. We had dinner before together on a bench. So you obviously listen to the, <laughs> the, 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 you're like, okay, so I'm just going to talk about it. That So that was a big thing. I have told Casey from the beginning, which she has gotten so much better. I mean, I'll take blaming it too. I'm not saying, but thank you. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> um, From the beginning of the podcast, like Casey used to start off every podcast with how perfect her life was. And like we used to have talked about this podcast has been going on, what, now four years? Almost five. Almost five. And I'd be like, dude, you know, no one cares whether your life is perfect or not. Like, and so like like you got much better. Yeah. It's like a trauma thing where it's like even my sister. So my sister and I've had a really hard relationship with her addiction. And, you know, we're just very different people. But since I've moved here, we've gotten closer. I think the distance has had me feel safer with a boundary that you know i'm not five minutes from her i'm a plane ride which so we can talk on the phone more and the first time i opened up to her about my feelings she's like wait what you come off like you're perfect on everything that you do i feel like shit because like if i'm going through something i don't want to share it with you and i'm like oh my god like i'm starting to realize 
that just saying like, oh my God, I'm so depressed, I'm struggling, made our relationship even closer. Yeah. <laughs> Light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, the no, energy- once you told me she was depressed, I'm like, cool. <laughs> we have... We haven't even started intervention yet. Let's see what we could do. I was like, when I say I don't want to come or I cancel, it's not because I'm like out doing other things. I'm literally in bed with a pillow over my head and like watching Gilmore Girls on rerun because it's like a safety show. And so I know myself, I'm not doing the things I love doing, finding joy in things. But for announcement, we did spin yesterday. Casey and I took a spinning class. We did. And fun fact about me is I used to be a certified spin instructor and it was one of the happiest times of my life. And I think that um, my passion project to do at like 6 a.m. is going to apply to be a spin instructor because I love being motivational. I love choreography and dancing and like... And she loves competing. I know, except I got last place in class yesterday and I think I'm going to have to address this with the app. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cycle bar. I was definitely number one in that class. There's no doubt about it. I was like petrified (laughs) when I was like four ahead of her. I'm like... I like tried acting like I didn't see it. Like, I know you kept looking away from the screen. And I, I, was like, I look at it and like I acknowledge that like I'm in a higher place in her because like <laughs> I'm not competitive in those things. So I'm literally just like I told the class last night in the collective. I was like when I saw that I was ahead of Casey, I literally started literally backpedaling. Like can I take <laughs> can I take back these RPMs that are like keeping score because I know Casey inside is legit. Which hence the reason she threw up after class. She for sure got so competitive there and was like. But anyways, all right. PB and J, but that's also really important to share so you guys know where we're at in our lives and we keep it real here. Um, and I know you guys want us to stay friends, so we keep doing this podcast. So we'll keep going to couples therapy. We'll keep going to couples therapy. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some reinforcement. All right. Yeah, we need it. Seriously. Okay, we got a new review. So chooks, 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 91. Applying concepts is hard. Love the show. Got my hours. Got my degree. Still trying to pass the exam. Hashtag hardest test of my life. I'm still having a hard time applying concepts to everyday life, but this podcast has been so helpful. So thank you both and your guests for helping me and your viewers apply ABA concepts to everyday life. Thank you. That's the goal. Thank and you. Of course. And if you like these visuals um, and applying this stuff into think about it. That is, by the way, the the podcast. I think we do just for fun, but that is, uh, where we spend the majority of our time teaching classes how to pass the ABA exam. So you should definitely check that out on studynotesaba.com. You think we're funny here? Whoa. Wait until you get it. Wait before, <laughs> until you get behind the paywall. All right, so. <laughs> Today's behavioral principles are, we will be talking about supervision, antecedent interventions, ethics, delayed discounting, competing contingencies, matching law, all things supervision, get ready, get set, go. Don't forget, today's episode is sponsored by Twill by Spectrum AI. All right, so TLDR or too long didn't listen, right? It's usually TLDR, too long didn't read, too long didn't listen. The cool things about Twill, I'm going to summarize it for you right here. It's the idea and amazingness that you could review session video anywhere at any time. So if you're not able to be there, you could check in what happened at a session, which I'm sure all of you know, it's hard to be everywhere at once. 
You can use the videos to enhance the RBT and parent training. Again, you're seeing what's happening, you're able to be there and give that feedback. You can complete inline edits for programming on the fly, which is amazing, meaning you don't take it all home so that you have to make programming later. You can do it on the spot, generate reports at the click of a button. That sounds amazing. And making in-session session management and data collection as easy as possible for technicians. Maybe this will help us have happy technicians who stay around longer and love doing what they do. It's all these little things to make life easier and make people love their job. So go check out Twill. Without further ado, we have a special guest who has been very patient with us. All right, so very special girl. Her name is Angie Pickering. She is a board certified behavior analyst. She specializes in um, naturalistic developmental behavior intervention with a strong focus on pivotal response treatment, which can't wait for you to tell us about. She has over a decade in the field of applied behavior analysis. She has excelled in early intervention, working both in-home, clinic settings, school, and residential settings. She herself was a non-traditional student and did not become a BCBA until 2018. Fun fact, we were both in the same collective. We'll talk about that in a second. Who knew? Um, in addition to her professional accomplishments, Angie is a devoted wife and mother to a toddler son. She and her family call Portland, Oregon. Oregon, Oregon bro. <laughs> I corrected. Oregon, their home. <laughs> Angie's commitment to creating positive change extends from her personal life to her current and innovative project, which is what we're talking about today. If you didn't get my rhyme, we're going to be talking about supervision. Supervision. supervision that you have to do acquire when you're going through your master's program as a BCABA or BCBA candidate. And as collective teachers for the past five years, which is our test prep, I think the majority um, of complaints that we get is definitely not about our program. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, definitely not. But it's, ah, help. I'm not getting good supervision. Um, I feel like I know nothing. All my hours are effed up. Yeah, I don't know how to document my shit. My supervisor's too busy. Um, I'm learning nothing on my master's program. So many things, but a lot of it is supervision. And what Liat has, you know, kind of become her like slogan when someone says that is, you're not special. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I no, I do. I, 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 unfortunately. And why do you say that? I do say with supervision, always, I'm like, when someone comes like, hey, yo, am I the worst one? My Or my grad school program sucked. I'm like, I really don't mean this in a rude way. No offense, but you're not special. Meaning like, you are not the first time. And it's unfortunate that you're not special because right. it's not the first time I've heard that. But that brings me back as to why our guest today is, well, she's also special on like a human level. Yes. Um, just That's like kind, kind, kind. <laughs> but also... Um, special and like that she decided to go into this area that people are scared to go into which is supervision so angie welcome thank you so happy to be here sorry we peanut butter and jelly a little bit we got excited it's okay we just feel comfortable i feel like very like giggly like watching the two of you you just you have me having all the happy feels oh good because we haven't for the past week (laughs) 
Honestly, I just I I I love a good vulnerable moment and I appreciate the two of you being so transparent on shit, life's hard and working together. It's hard. Having a business is hard and you're doing the thing. A lot of things. So, hey, good job to you for showing up to that couple's therapy. That's right, baby. Well, I was supposed to be like telling her what problems she needs to be working on with the therapist, and then it became couple therapy. <laughs> I was like, okay, you talk about this, you talk about this. And then I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is not why I came. <laughs> okay. So, first of all, Angie, the other day, we, were, we have been working closely with Angie, and she's going to talk about what she's been yeah. creating. But the other day, Angie, like, threw a surprise on us. And it was like, we were, I don't know, we just were talking like, well, like, when did we meet? And I was thinking totally different. Um, and then Angie was like, like casually said, oh, I was in the collective. I was like, wait, you were a student? She's like, yeah. And then she said, I was in Casey's collective. And I'm like, oh, Casey was your teacher. She's like, no, we were both (laughs) students in your class, Liat. So crazy. And I was like, I was like, whoa, yeah. because first of all, I have been a BCBA much longer than me. You give off like great vibes. Oh, thanks. Second of all, I was just like, it was such a tiny, you, you were like studying this was nothing. Mm-hmm. A, a literal piece of post-it that I'd like hold up to the screen. And she'd be like in Israel teaching at like 4 a.m. I still thought you were the shit though. You did? Yeah, I yeah. did. I mean, oh, that's why I work. <laughs> we started together, but yeah. So like. We've come a long way, but Andrew said that. I'm like, you were in my collective. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. Well, and I think, and wow. I know that I, we kind of talked about this then, but I, I just like really resonated with um, your own personal story, Leah, of around just like health and like studying for the exam and like your life just getting in the way and your health getting in the way. I, while in grad school, um, was in a really bad car accident and got a brain injury. And that like postponed me studying for the exam after after I had finished grad school by like a year and a half. And I realized when I started studying for the exam of like, oh, my brain does not work the way that it used to work pre-accident. And so I basically went to the collective with the hope that like, any knowledge that I was needing to kind of reteach myself because of my brain injury, you were going to be my girl. And hey, passed on the first go. Um, And honestly, I think that it was this journey of like, I didn't honestly know if I would ever be able to have a professional career because of this injury. And by by passing the test and being like, oh, okay, no, like I still got it. And you know, sometimes things work a little wonky, but for the most part, my brain works well now. Um, yeah, too. Oh, well, I'm happy. I'm here for all the wonky brains because mine doesn't work in the right way either. <laughs> She's lost her Apple Pencil like at least 50 times in the last 10 years. But I think one of the big memories that I like have from that time is one, Casey was the golden student and asked all of the great questions that I was like, be honest was she annoying no no but i think that i and he's way too nice she wouldn't say it no i I was i probably helped you oh totally yeah because i i feel like um if my brain would have been working correctly i probably would have been right there with her tag teaming all of those questions 
Um, and I just didn't have that in me. So I was like, yeah, Casey just like had me. Took one for the yeah. team. Good. I love it. <laughs> love it. So. Wow. Okay. Look at us now. That's- look at us now. Because now story. together. And I mean, and by the way, everyone at Steady Notes who like. There's, there's an interesting story because we are working together with Angie now. And there's enough foreplay here. Like this is getting like a little too much foreplay. <laughs> To the point, like, when are we getting to it? That now we're working together with Angie on something amazing that she reached out about. And so everyone that's on the team has either been a student or involved in some way that it was never a plan of like, oh, hey, we're going to work together. Well, like, it just happened. And so I, there really is. Like, there's never been like a, oh, like formal job interview or hiring system. It's mm-hmm. like, just it, someone that shows up as like a super special unicorn and like follows through on things and has that magic that yeah we love here it's if it's a natural connection it just grows you know bring it back to episode one trust the feathers instead of the mat truck exactly okay so angie what have you been up to can you tell us what you have been creating yeah um, um over and put your heart and soul and everything in between in two. So my God, is that the truth? Yes. This has been like a passion project, um, basically starting a little bit into the pandemic to now. Um, I realized through my own personal journey through supervision and now to the point, so I, I'm, I teach at a university and I teach a capstone class in supervision So I'm in contact with a lot of students. And the overarching thing is students don't know what is expected in supervision um, when it comes to their documentation and what they should be taught because they're putting all the trust in their supervisor. And so I have developed Tracker, which is going to basically be your golden ticket to what the fuck should you be doing in supervision? Um, when it comes to your documentation, I think that's the biggest question, um, because it kind of has the biggest risk in it. So if you don't have accurate documentation and heaven forbid you get audited, um, by the board that you got to have something to provide to them. So you don't lose all those hours and tracker is going to solve that for you. You don't have to think about, oh my gosh, do I have everything, um, accurate or completed for every log that I have entered. Tracker just ensures that you know these are required. These are not required. Um, In addition, you kind of keep track of all the task list topics that you're learning in supervision because that's another huge pain point for students of not having enough exposure to the entire task list. So you literally are keeping data on yourself um, and have a lovely um, little permanent product grid of what what have you done? When have you done it across the entire task list? So hopefully, how many times have you done it? It, yes. it literally shows like changes color if it's like zero to yeah. three, three. Like I'm not sure. Yes, yeah. you got yourself a little mastery criteria in there. Um, and the key thing is as you kind of move through supervision. Um, you collect all of those hours and then eventually get to studying for your exam. We like hoping that you come to the collective and you've got that grid filled out 
and you're ready to be a Casey in the class and asking all those questions um, and prepared. Are you so tired of flipping through your Cooper and ethics book while you're studying? Yeah, well, guess what? So are we. We created the coolest coloring and activity book. So you get to color in your amazing notes while doing awesome activities to keep your studying interesting and fun AF. Oh, are you wondering about the CMOT, right? You now have a coloring book and you're gonna need something that's really valuable. We have the best dual brush markers ever. Yeah, you can get it as a bundle too. We've got you. Head over to www.studynotesaba.com, look up the coloring and activities book and get yours today. You won't regret it. Love you, mean it. One of the biggest messages I would say to anyone listening that's going through hours, as Angie said, that supervisees don't know what they need is that you have to be accountable for your own supervision. Can I just backtrack this for one second? Mm-hmm. I just want to, for anyone listening who's like, I'm thinking of going into the field of ABA. Like, what is this supervision you're speaking of? Okay. So just like to like even back it up even further. Yeah. Okay. So like you're maybe an RBT, maybe a behavior technician. And you're like, you know what? I want to pursue ABA. I could see this as being cool. I want to be a BCBA, a board certified behavior analyst, or I want to be a BCABA, board certified assistant behavior analyst, Right. And so you start going, let's let's just take the the graduate school track for a BCBA. And you start going to your classes. And as Casey said, when you're in that grad school program, you have to start accruing hours. Okay. Now, just on top of it, to be nice, the BACB, our credentialing board, makes some changes every now and then. You know, back when I was studying, it had to be 1,500 hours. Now it's 2,000. Then they'll do some like nice complicated shit like, well, guess what? 5% needs to be this, but not if it's this. And this is going to count as a restricted activity, but this one won't. And this one's going to be uh, like, I mean, the calculations are like, honestly, unless I talk with Angie about it, I still like, I don't trust myself to answer anyone's questions because it is, they're changing it all the time and the, like the requirements it's so specific. Like you could think you did all your hours correctly. Like 2,000 hours is a lot of hours, right? And then you could find out that like half of them didn't count. But also as specific as it is, it's also very vague. Mm, exactly. And that's, that's what I mean. Issue. I'm saying it's so specific what you need, but in terms of the requirements of what falls under each is so vague yeah. and it's so subjective to your supervisor and what they deem unrestricted or restricted or like there's very basic bullets of what it is. And there's like no clear task analysis of how to do it. So it's very, it's an intricate, like also while you're getting supervision, you're in your master's program. I bet you you're working full time and you probably have a family or your own life that you want to, you know, maintain (laughs) some kind of balance. So Supervision is so hard in a lot of companies. Yeah. And a lot of companies don't offer it or don't have enough staff to even provide it. So then you're looking at remote supervision and what does remote supervision look like? Because then you're depending on Zoom and, you know, trying to meet with your supervisor. It could be different time zones. And with this tracker, 
it allows your supervisor to also have access to it. I'm not sure if you said that, Angie, but your supervisor also can log into yeah. it and and keep up with everything. So it's like a a dual system. You both get access to it and you work together in it. And they could flag things if they think maybe, you know, uh, I don't know if we did enough on this. So let's flag this and work on this. Or, yep, okay, your hours look good. Or, oh, no, we didn't do those. Let's do those. And then when you sign off, you've both had that kind of trustworthy measurement together where, all right, that final like verification signature is you can trust it. And and with that, something that is so big is the idea that I remember when I took my exam and it came to studying like the supervision parts, right? Of supervision, which still, I mean, you it, love was, it, it was always just confusing because like, Okay, what's in the Cooper book? I understand I need to know that. But there was never like a clear like, it's like, oh, well, this is a good resource, I guess. This is, but when I was learning things about supervision, I learned them when I was studying, meaning I had already finished my hours. It was the kind of shit that I was like, well, it would have been nice to know this before I started getting them. <laughs> like before I started getting my hours and understanding like what supervision should look like or what is required of supervision. Like, okay, cool that my supervisor is willing just to sign off for me. And you're like, you might think that while you're going through, you're like, oh, I got a sick supervisor. She's like not checking that hard. She's willing to sign off for me. You think in that moment you're winning, right? Like, yeah, but you're really just cheating yourself. <laughs> when you, <laughs> so when it comes time for the test, you're like, I don't know anything. When you are now the BCBA in charge of individuals care, you're literally like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So like that supervision in that moment, let's say you have someone or oftentimes this is so like delayed discounting. Yes, that's what I was thinking. And and these BCBAs also have like competing contingencies, right? Like mm -hmm. as a BCBA, I know when I was in a clinic, I had to see clients, mm -hmm. right? I had to train RBDs or different things, do parent training. And then I was supposed to be supervising and I know I was not able to give quality supervision because I had so many other things to do. So it really does depend on the supervisee knowing like essentially their rights or what they should expect as well. And that's what this tracker does do. So, I mean, first of all, Angie, I commend you because thank you. You, the best product created or when you're solving a, a problem, right? <laughs> like when there's an MO. Mm -hmm. So like even study notes, ABA, like I didn't mean to be solving a problem, but like studying is a problem for people. It's it's hard. This one, supervision, oh, there's definitely an MO there. But I would be way too scared to touch it on my own. That is very brave of you. So I really commend you because that is like reading the, the small print. For sure. Well, and taking a lot of responsibility off other people and, you know, trusting that you're keeping up to speed and that everything is up to date and taking a lot of um, stress off others, but onto your own, um, what's the word where you're detailed? Accuracy? Nah. Organized? Whatever you're taking it on, point is you're taking it onto yourself, like the responsibility, the yeah. load of well, like. I have a question though. Yeah. So one of the things that um, I remember during my supervision was 
back when I had to use paper, this one form, and keep them all. And I, I did end up like putting them into my Google Drive. Mm-hmm. So I had them all saved. But I still, I honestly don't know if I can even find them because I don't work for that company and that email's gone and I have no idea. But like... And your supervisor needs a copy of them too. Right. So like, does Tracker... Is that an, like an option that Tracker has? Yep. So I think lots of things. Um, yes, Tracker basically retains your documents for the seven years. So that's re- the requirement by the board is that you and your supervisor have those docs for seven years. And yeah, when it was pen and paper, I knew people that like left them in like a locked safe. I also scanned mine. Yeah, it's a fireproof safe. I bought one. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Of course I did. <laughs> um, I have only heard of a couple people that have been audited in the seven year stint, but like you don't want that to be you. And the best thing is you could just have that uploaded into the cloud. It lives there. Heaven forbid, four years after you pass your exam, you hear from the board and they're like, hey, show us the documents from January to July 2024. And you can provide that because you can just download it from the website. I'm having a- Are you like freaking about your... You're like, where are they? I like literally... <laughs> like- Am I reaching my fifth year? Yeah. I like literally I'm like when you said like I don't know in my Google Drive where to find them I'm like do you think I know where in my Google Drive <laughs> we'll look after I'll make sure we find them. good I like, <laughs> hey maybe your supervisor just... has them yeah <laughs> yeah I'm sure they uh-huh. do uh-huh moving on but so I know I mean Oh, now I'm stressed. Okay, keep going. Keep going. So you had talked about kind of like the requirements like ever-changing. And yeah, that's that's real. Like there's – um, I think it's typically four times a year they send out like their newsletter. And there's always some little small detail for supervision. Tracker stays up to date on that. Um, and even I think you had given the example of like now it's 2,000 hours. It's actually 2,000 hours and still 1,500 hours. But the most confusing part is there's like some complicated math equation between those two numbers. And the system just does that for you. Nobody has to do manual math in order to ensure that their hours are accurate. Because at the time of this recording, okay, we like our podcast to be evergreen, but science changes, the BACB changes. Right now, what are the current requirements for someone listening? So right now we say, okay, you need 2,000 hours. Of those hours. Okay. So, and here's the best part is actually when you sign into Tracker and log your hours, those requirements, there's a cute little box on the side where you're tracking your hours. They're constantly stagnant there for you. So you know that you're meeting the requirements. Um, so basically there's there's two different tracks that you can complete. It's either supervised or supervised concentrated. And supervised concentrated the 1,500 hours where the supervised is going to be the 2,000 hours. And that 5% that you kind of gave, the 5% supervision is going to be for the 2,000 hours where you have to get 10% of your hours supervised if you're going to be in the concentrated version. 
the other like variation is uh, concentrated. You have to have a minimum of six contacts with your supervisor, where supervised, you have to have a minimum of four contacts. And in those contacts, it's like, okay, well, my supervisor came to my in-home session. That's a contact. Um, I had a meeting with my Uh supervisor. That's a contact. And you have to, for both of them, you have to have a minimum of one observation. And the period of time is per month that they record this, even though it's that grand total of the 2,000 or the 1,500. And you have to have... I mean, the list is like ongoing. I feel like everybody's probably like, okay, now I'm totally confused. I need the visual. Um, a minimum of 50% of... You're, you're actually, you don't mean to, but unintentionally, you're building the MO of why you need this tracker. I mean, you literally lost me at the first number you said. Um, I'm listening. I literally feel like if you're talking in like web dings, remember that font that would pop up on computers like before we had like yeah. F- web dings? Yeah. Like I literally am uh, like, yeah, 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 totally. Well, and I think the point is... it is that and I, it literally also feels like parts of it i'm like is the bacv trying to trick us when they're like well technically it could be 2000 unrestricted or but but it can't be this but it's like 40 percent yeah, restricted i don't know i'm I, pulling numbers I, out I, of I can't know yeah those, those are real don't. numbers and it, and so the restricted and unrestricted is like a huge question that I feel like so many of my students have. And this is where it like comes back on the supervisor. Supervisor gets to say if it goes into one category or the other. And the board in their handbook states typically what's categorized as restricted and what's categorized as unrestricted. The best part is like in Tracker, we have these cute little question marks that will like remind you as you're tracking every single thing, like, well, what does this Hashtag actually prompt. mean? Hashtag prompt, prompt. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I, I think that the overarching thing is when students start grad school and then they also have to start supervision, it's like you're learning the science of ABA and you're also trying to learn how to be supervised. Nobody has time for that. And so that's really kind of the hope with Tracker is we're just, we got you. It's a snap, but I, <laughs> I try to do it in a lot. Like when I do something cool, like it's a, like, you know, like people like their hand hits makes it snap makes it alone, away. but like, now I don't even have full on fingers. Like it's away from like the, <laughs> slapping ability. the, the sound that's supposed to make. But okay. Something I want to get to is. I like to assume everyone in our field is really nice and ethical and sweet and all that. However, I have heard of a few BCBA holes in my day. Um, and with that, I've heard like literal terror stories of supervision, mm-hmm. meaning like I've heard of BCBAs one day being the supervisor one day being like, okay, well, sorry, I'm no longer signing off on your hours. We- they go missing. You get ghosted, not just by people on hinge. Also by supervisors. What about Danielle's story? She shares it in class. It's the most craziest. Like she did all of her hours, but didn't watch some video that was required at the time. So they were all like canceled, all of them, all 1500. Then she started them again. And the board said, oh, the video is no longer necessary. 
but they weren't going to give her back all those hours. So she did her hours twice, 3,000 hours. So. Because one tiny, tiny was like this. Um, hey, yeah. Tracker solves that problem. So you're not like Danielle. When your supervisor signs up on Tracker, we ask them, when did you take your eight-hour supervision course to make sure that that box is already checked for you? Because you do not want to be in that situation because it's so, so shitty. And, like, think about the – So, much, so money. much money and so much time. Most of the time it takes somebody – 18 months to 24 months to finish supervision. Like, and that's like fast track. Like you are just hitting max hours per month. You're just go, 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 go. And so to think that. Yeah, mine took me over. You lose two. Mine took me over two. Yeah, over two years. Because I took time. Like, oh my God. And I just, I'm so liat in every capacity. Like I'd be like, asking someone else. I remember asking Jordan at the time because Jordan was already like, she already submitted and whatever. I was like, can you give me your organization sheet that you use, like your Excel thing? Then they'd be like, oh, okay, hers is too complex. We still work together and her shit's still too complex for me. <laughs> so then like I asked someone else and eventually I'm like, how am I going to do this? Like, it was just like, if this option was there for me, like, it wouldn't even be a question. I mean, I, I think when it comes to supervision stories, oh my gosh, I have weight. Give us, give us a story. Give yeah. us, let's, you know, Halloween is not too long ago. Let's, let's hear a freaky. Okay. Wow. So I had a student um, who finished his hours. Uh, it must have been January of this year. And his um, supervisor filled out monthly forms for him. He had all of his documents, ducks in a row. And all of a sudden, supervisor um, accused him of making an unethical decision at his place of employment and refused to continue supervising with him. Here's the like shocker. The unethical decision was that he attended a meeting that he was invited to that she wasn't a part of. And he lost. Sounds like ego. Uh -huh. He lost his job. He, I love when Angie says, uh-huh. <laughs> I love his job, um, obviously his supervision, and right. the, the absolute kicker in the story, one, she turned him into the board um, for the ethical violation, and he had to write almost a 50-page document defending himself that he had met the board standard. So he came to me and said, Okay, you're an expert in supervision. I need you to basically help me argue my case. And here's the best part. The board found that her um, accusation towards him was unfounded. He did not breach any ethical violation. And it... Does she get a punishment for that? She didn't really get any kind of slap on the hand, except um, it's like recorded, I guess, now at the board. But she refused to sign his final verification form for him to be able to sit for the exam. And like, that's where like the whole, oh my gosh, I had all these hours, but this person's refusing to sign my final verification form over a meeting. 
And anyways, after the board did all of their research, the super formal, intense process that he had to participate in came back and she was unfounded. She had to sign the file verification form. He passed his test, I think, two months ago. Um, yay. yay. I'm sure he's he better. But I think that, I mean, I have also heard of people that um, think that they're documenting their hours correctly. And they're going to their supervisor to say, hey, am I interpreting the expectations of the board via the handbook correctly? The supervisor looks at their tracking document and says, like, yep, everything looks great. They go to apply for their exam. They end up getting audited. And the board says, wow, actually, the way that you track these hours, you didn't um, include the setting of the hours. So one small detail, but the person knows like, oh, well, I was in home. That's like what my setting was. But because in the in their um, system, they didn't include it. The board says null and void. These hours don't count. And you don't get like a, a do over. I'm having like yeah. a stomach ache. Also, the one other thing is I also do. I'm like, like the, the other thing is, is that with supervision, which I always found so frustrating, and even like in like the Instagram messages and stuff that we get, like, which also kind of frustrates me as a as a field, being that like we pride ourselves on being technological and like clear and like that there's no way that if a PCBA writes instructions how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, someone's going to mess up because we're supposed to be like so technological. Yet, I just like, and people will come to us like on the study notes ABA Instagram and be like, hey, like I have this supervision question. Like I started my hours this, blah, 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 my supervisor. And it's like, there really is, it feels like there's no place to look. So we we always tell them like, hey, also because again, I said you're ballsy, you know, for like, like I'm like, I don't want to take the responsibility of telling you the wrong thing. It, what is your answer to them? I want to know if ours are different. I'll be like, well, what's the question? Like, well, anyway, I, I will say like always like, hey, first of all, I would talk to your own supervisor about this. Um, but also I recommend reaching out to the board for like the final verdict because- And then do you get back- I did ask my supervisor and they don't know. It's like, oh my God. Like uh, I then, then I did like honestly, I don't want to be involved. I say the board always. Like I'm like, but the problem is the board is like dealing with so much stuff. It's they barely get back to you. They're like not great at answering their phones. Yes. They're delayed. So it's like that that creates like a further like uh, a more of a friction experience in trying to get your hours. So um and I, I think I see, I mean, I obviously like as a BCBA, I see the BCBA's perspective, but then I just have this huge like soft spot for students and yeah. like one, like I really in- enjoy teaching and connecting with people, but I also really love watching people succeed. And here's, here's like the easy solution is just use tracker and it's going to like be the user manual of what you need to do, um, both for the supervisor, because I think oftentimes the supervisor is like, okay, I'm like stretched so thin. Like you had already said this of, I've got like my caseload, I've got to do parent training. Oh, and I have to like supervise people. Like how the hell am I doing three jobs? 
And Tracker just ensures that everybody kind of knows, one, what the expectation is and that they're doing the same thing. And as well as when you're the supervisor, I mean, obviously, like we're saying, like you have these risks when you're the supervisee, like if your hours don't count, if blah, blah, blah. But when you are the supervisor, it falls on your license. So if there's something wrong going on there, like if I'm, let's say I was supervising Casey, right? And like she was doing something unethical, like signing fake hours, and I just like wasn't really looking it over and I was just mm-hmm. signing it, like it would come back to me. So like, it's in my best interest as well as a supervisor to recommend yes. this uh, because when push, it's not only the supervisee who gets screwed. It's also like, I mean, I know as a BCBA, a common fear is like, like one of my biggest fears is like, oh my God, what if I don't get my CEUs in on time and like that could lose my license? Like that's like, because mm-hmm. like you have such strong stick in the test, yeah. you know? You're like, I have never wanted mm-hmm. to do that again. Um, and so something like that, you're like, well, I don't want to like, so it might also be something that's stopping people from wanting to supervise. Yeah. Cause they're like, I just don't even want to take the risk of signing off. Like if, but this is like, it is not gonna like what I like about the tracker is it's not going to let you like move forward. If you don't have yeah. the required parts in there, it's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Something like my location you're going to have to put it, you're going to have yeah. to put the hours. If the hours you put in don't make sense, it's not going to let you submit it. Right. So it's it's putting in all these safeguards. Yes. Ahead of time, which is it's so important for both the supervisor and, and super, yep, and supervisor and supervisee. And as someone in the test prep space, mm-hmm. I love that it is holding the supervisee and the supervisor responsible to make sure the ca- the candidate is being exposed to different parts of the task list, whether it's like, you know, make sure you're talking about these concepts or making sure like if you're learning about an FA that like you've provided the candidate or the supervisee, sorry, an opportunity to, um, you know, practice doing an FA or conducting an FA. Um, Because if you're just like getting together for supervision, like you may not be thinking like, oh, this is important or this is, you know, it's like it's making, it's holding you accountable to that. Sometimes you get in supervision and you just it becomes like a major just like bitch session or like vent session and you're not really focusing on that task list like you should be. And so it really does. I love that where it's like, all right, you can redirect and get back on task and be like, all right, we can absolutely have like an open conversation about what's going on with your client. But let's really focus on like the behavioral skills that we're working on for you as a clinician for your client's best outcomes, um, we need to practice these things. I could like I can't like agree with any of this more. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the great thing I think uh-huh. from the supervisor's lens is under like when you sign in as the supervisor, you are um, reviewing and approving all of the logs that your trainee has submitted. So really, it's going to decrease that there's any confusion or discrepancy at the end of the month when that final verification form has to be signed. And that's protecting everybody in that situation. The other thing that I, and I actually hadn't even thought about this, Casey, but when you are like tracking your um, opportunities within the task list, If let's say one month, yeah, I don't know, things in life are fucking hard because they're going to be. Um, 
you can actually look like on your taskless grid as a monthly view versus an overall view. So you can see like, okay, how many taskless topics did I um, or opportunities did I have in the month of October versus like what I'm doing in November? And I would see from a supervisor's perspective, like you could set monthly goals of, you know, next month, we're going to ensure that you have at least 10 opportunities across taskless topics. Okay, this month, like we're super pushing it. We're going to do at least 15. Um, and it's, again, it, it's trying to like be this like uh, shining like north light for supervision of just do what we're saying to do. And it's going to make the process easier for the supervisor. And it's absolutely going to make the process easier um, for the training. So something I want to add in here, unless I wasn't like upfront about this, I didn't not mean to, but, um, and that like, I, I think I said it briefly, but at SNABA here at Studying as ABA, we partnered with Angie on this. We have a lot of people come up to us, which I mean, is such a blessing. That's like, people think we're cool enough to like, want to like bring ideas over to us and We've had people in this area bring I like ideas to us before on different things. Um, there's other things out there, but when we looked at Angie's, we're like, okay, nothing compares to this. Like this is like we have to be a part of this. And so, first of all, I mean, the the product itself is amazing, but I'm also a huge component of like the person behind something, and because that shines within everything that you have done as well. And so um, I remember like putting different products side by side, like looking what you did and, you know, other products out there and being like, whoa, this is sick. So are there some things that you could tell us that are different or that stands out? I mean, I could say it, but I'd rather allow you the time to do it. Um, that makes tracker stand out like when looking for a way to um, track all your supervision hours. Well, thank you for the sweet compliment. Um, I'm like so excited nice. for like Tracker to be branded as Snaba. Like you'll see when you um, check us out, fieldworktracker.com, that um, we've got Pavlov hanging out on every page and it's super cute and – I don't know. I feel like it's just like a very like cheery um, website. The key things that are going to separate us from the primary competitor and many people are utilizing them currently because they were free for a long time. Now they're charging. People don't really like that. Um, I mean, I think the big thing is like we're super transparent. We're going to be upfront that you will absolutely check us out. We'll give you seven day free trial. Um, and then we have kind of a, a couple different opportunities of how you want to do your subscription with us, whether you're going to be monthly, yearly. We think the lifetime is like the easiest subscription. Just pay once and be done with it. Um, the other like, I think big pieces are around like helping you be as audit proof as possible. We suggest um, when you are doing your monthly verification forms and your final verification forms, and you'll see this on the website, that you're going to the BACB's website. And basically, it'll it'll show you how to do all this. Um, you'll be taking the forms directly from their website, one, to ensure that you're using the correct one, um, and that we're not like making our own form and saying you should use that. Like, Use what the board's giving you. You don't want to screw that up. 
Um, the other like huge thing that we have that nobody else has is we're teaching you how to um, participate within the task list through a number of opportunity opportunities throughout supervision. Um, and nobody that, else is that doing that. My, that's my favorite, favorite, favorite thing. Because again, and you know, I love colors and I love visuals and it literally puts it into like, okay, I have not, and then it's also not a shock when, uh, I know from the beginning for a lot of people of like, as soon we get a messages on Instagram all the time also like, hey, I'm signing up for grad school, when should I start studying? <laughs> like, because people hear about this big bad test. Mm-hmm. And, and usually my response is like, focus on grad school right now, do the best you can, just keep your head above water. We've got you when the time comes. But I'm excited to like, you know, we, we really want to be able to offer like best solutions for things. So I'm excited to be like, hey, listen, right now you're in grad school. When you're tracking your hours, make sure that you're using the the taskless component in there because it, that's going to make sure that you're these things that you're learning about, like boring in the textbook in grad school, that you're making sure that you're actually having exposure to them and using them. Like you'll be even a stronger uh, candidate when it comes time to take our test prep. Yeah, so that's exposing like huge. themselves to that task list during their grad program through supervision when they get to us to study. It's not this like, what is G25? Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think they'll have been like, um, so often you're just like, oh gosh, well, I hope when I got to the end of the supervision experience, I learned everything I need. I think that's like a big question that I get in the capstone class that I teach of. Um, I don't think that I've learned enough through supervision. And this grid literally will tell you, because you're keeping the data on yourself, how much, how many opportunities did you have in task list A2 per month and oh, in your overall experience? Um, basically, we, we've like set the mastery criteria as 10 opportunities per task list topic. So, and hey, it's going to be cute and pink at the end if you get to 10 opportunities um, through every single topic. But like, that's what you're going for. It, especially like if you're doing this for a minimum of two years, like that's really not that challenging. But then it puts, um, I think, a little bit of structure for the supervisor to know like, okay, I've only like um, started to expose this person to an F.A., and they've had two opportunities. I've got eight more opportunities that I need to provide them while we're doing supervision together. And I, I think that it just really helps both parties know what should we be doing. And also as a supervisor, I just want to add in that like, let's say you have multiple supervisees, you could see them yes. all on there. So like that another cool way is I'm thinking like if you're working at a clinic, right? And you're like, hey, I have this... Um, you know, I'm about to be doing a um, multiple stimulus without replacement um, preference assessment. Let me look up which of my candidates don't really have exposure in that area on their task list. So like, I'm going to definitely bring in, um, sorry, I'm going to bring in Toby on that, you know, because you like look and be like, okay, well, wow, Casey's had like 10 exposures to that already. That's not gonna, but this is an opportunity because you could actually see it all in one place, which is huge, right? Like to be like, um, 
I think that's a, a big one to be able to look at it in one mm-hmm. place. And Well, and I, I think the other like thing that I really like about the grid is like you can hover over every single topic and like you'll see like, okay, maybe we all don't memorize what the task list topics were, um, but you're going to like see the title and then you're going to see every specific date that that person was exposed to it. And maybe like, yeah, it's preference assessments and this person hasn't had any preference success preference assessment um, exposure this year. And like all of their dates are in, you know, 2022. Okay, well, I need to make sure that I'm providing them the opportunity. And it allows you don't have to like shuffle through papers to like find these answers. Like it's just a click, click. There's the information. I'm like so excited about this. Me too. I know when I started supervising, I literally bought like every single like supervision curriculum Mm -hmm. book. And like all of them were like, I, I just honestly felt like a lot of it like created like more work for me being like, oh, and this like, well, like I mean, this is like buy so- a book and then you're just not maybe going to use it. Right. This is just like, okay, here's exactly what's missing. Like you want to change that color on that? Right. <laughs> there you go. Um, but Angie, again, I'm, I'm so, so, so excited yeah. like for us to be able to be a part of this and so tell everyone problem. in the world about it. And I could tell you guys that the amount of work that Angie's put into it. Like we have met her for definitely over a year. I mean, how long now? I'm not even sure with like all the updates. I mean, the- I think that we're we're about a, a year and a half into this. I the biggest thing that I learned in like being a BCBA, turning um my career into the tech space and like literally knowing nothing about code. Uh holy shit, has it been a learning process? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even from any tech stuff we've done on our app or our website, it's it's always yeah, a bitch. Totally. <laughs> no way around it. But it's just going to be perfect and shiny and um, and really just like user friendly. Like that is my thing. Like I want it to be as intuitive as possible. People don't have a lot of time, and the reality is, especially like when we were going over like what's the expectations for supervision you can get lost in the weeds really fast. And I, you don't have to, like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. And Tracker is a truly like simple website to use. Um, and it's intuitive. And if you don't know, the best thing is there's all these little cute um, question mark bubbles that you just click on and then it just tells you. Angie, where can someone find this Secret. Uh, fieldworktracker.com. Fieldworktracker.com. Go check it out. And Angie, thank you. So excited. Casey, thank you. Thank you, Leah. You're amazing. Oh, thank you for Glad having me. I, I'm i just so excited to be doing this together. All right. Thanks, guys. As always, you know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at Behavior Bitches Podcast, Facebook at Behavior Bitches Podcast, our website, behaviorbitches.com. You can reach out to us there, send us comments, say nice things, tell if you want to be a guest, if you want a topic, if you know of an amazing guest, anything. We love to hear from you. It really keeps us going. And do you know what we love even more? Five-star reviews. Five-star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. You could listen to us anywhere. However, we obviously, Matching Law, love Apple Podcasts more because there's an option to leave a five-star review. So please leave it for us. And that's all we have for you today. As always, love ya. Mean it.
show was produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts and made possible by listeners like you. If you ever thought of doing your own podcast, please visit prettyeasypodcasts.com.